Hello, and welcome to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf, brought to you by the Whole Food Health Coach LLC, where we make your goals our goals, and you're never alone on your wellness journey. Experience the information, inspiration, and collaboration of our Coach in Your Corner partnership. Well, my name is Stephanie Wolf, and I'm a National Board Certified Health and Wellness Coach, proud owner of the Whole Food Health Coach, now in its eighth year, and four-time winner of the Best of Gwinnett Award. Together with Certified Health Coach Rachel Souza, we invite you to visit WholeFoodHealthCoach.com to set up your 60-minute healthy living assessment. Our award-winning three-phase program is changing lives. WorkWell is brought to you weekly and is dedicated to your personal and professional health and wellness. I offer examples from my own life, health, marriage, family, and business. I'll share my research, my opinion, and my faith, bringing you what I hope to be compelling content, engaging challenges, and practical body, soul, and spirit support on your wellness journey. WorkWell comes to you from my personal desire to live long and strong with passion and purpose die of old age, and help others to do the same. So now from living rooms to boardrooms via Business Radio X, you are listening to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf. Okay, let's do this. Well, I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving and enjoyed your what I call special occasion food. I just encourage you to eat mindfully in full control of your choices and help maintain your healthy waistline as you do live out your plans to live long and strong because eating excessive amounts of calories over the holidays is not a good idea for any of us though excessive calories can lead to obesity and chronic disease as you well know but remember it's not what you eat from thanksgiving to new year's that creates our health or wealth or our weight problems it's what you eat from new year's to thanksgiving So don't wait until January to start to make changes. Make them now or at least prepare mentally for your January topic of living long and strong. We're going to talk a lot about what we're doing in the first quarter of the year today. I'm just going to give you a little tip on some of the things that we're going to be talking about in the first quarter of the year. So you may want to review your wellness vision we created together a few weeks ago for clear focus. If you haven't done that, then maybe you can listen to it again on your favorite podcast channels. So if you've been listening to my podcast, you know that every week there's a theme, inspiration and information. So my goal is to help you to fuel that excitement that is in you and generate movement towards your healthier life. I encourage you, I challenge you. We want to try to change something, improve something, let go of something, pick up something, start something, restart something, or at least begin a healthy self-dialogue. So first quarter of the year, what are we going to be doing? The 2023, it's hard to imagine, but January's topic is new beginnings. What's it going to take to start something new or start over? What will I, what will it look like when you do start over or if you do start over? And what do you want uh, it to do for you? Are you willing to settle for where you are right now or not? Is it as good as it gets? Do you have that kind of a mindset? Or are you going to get something good going for you? Do you want a six-pack of beer or a six-pack ab? Those are some things that are just fun to think about. I know it's not all in. Don't, don't be an all-or-nothing uh, follower or client because I do have several of those. But you've got to do a little bit of something good for yourself. So do you have more dreams than excuses or more excuses than dreams? 
Let's stop talking about it and start doing something about it. This might be your year. We've got this together. And then in February, our topic is heart health. We're going to talk about physical, emotional, and mental heart topics. So including depression, anxiety, sleep issues, and my favorite topic, happiness hormones. March is going to be all about healthy, wealthy, and wise love affairs. My guest host will be my husband of 49 years during that month. And we're going to talk openly about our years together and how to build a healthy, happy, long and strong marriage. He doesn't know it yet, so don't tell him that he's going to be my guest host during the whole month of March. That'll be our secret. But that's what's coming up. But hello, December. Um, this month, we're going to be talking a lot about body, soul, and spirit health and wellness. And next week, we're going to talk traditions, the family table. Rachel, my assistant, will be back with me. Then gifts that keep on giving, the gifts that you can give yourself. And I'm not talking about your new iPhone. Uh, no shopping required for this one. These are gifts that you can give to yourself and to others, and you already possess them. So no shopping required. You might just need to do some refurbishing of them. And then all I want for Christmas is dot, dot, dot. The final session for December, we're going to look at the year in review. That's going to be fun, huh? But today our topic is treasured memories. A focus on the C in character and the L in lifestyle of My Clean Concepts programs. So what do our keepsakes and collections say about what we treasure? What memories have we made? How do we protect them, recall them, and give them value? And then character, when we think about the word character, you know I have a play on words there. It's, it's C-A-R-E in care, how we care for ourselves. And usually it's connected very significantly to our core values. So what do you truly care about? What matters most to you? Where do you draw the lines? What drives you, motivates you, and gives you wings? So it's not about what you say you believe about anything. In our home, we used to have a saying, you can make your mouth say anything. But character is what's on your heart or in your heart and how you live out what you say you believe. So if your values are honesty, but you don't tell the truth all the time, then it's not necessarily a core value that you live by or faithfulness or integrity or any of those. My particular value assessment shows that the highest things on my list are faith family and fitness. I put the F in there, but it's health and wellness. So faith, family, and how you take care of yourself, the fit side. Those are my top three. So my lifestyle should prove it out, right? How do you live out what you say you care about? It shows in our life choices, how we spend our time, how we prioritize what we say is truly meaningful to us. So if you were convicted of a family first mindset, would there be enough evidence to convict you? So if you come to my home, probably within an hour of the tour, you're going to be able to identify the majority of my core values and the things that I hold dear. First of all, beside the chair where I sit every morning of my life is my Bible, my journal, and other reading material 
that I use to feed my soul and spirit. The second thing you might notice is my purpose and prayer journal and the verses that I use to guide my life. The first one from Colossians 2 verses 2 and 3 are my purpose is that they may be encouraged in heart, united in love, so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. The second one is from Philippians 1, 9 and 9 through 11. And this is my prayer that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless until the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. There might be some things on my wall also that would give you some indications. There are some scriptures here and there hanging on the wall. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. Proverbs 16.3, that's in our kitchen. Be still and know that I am God, Psalm 46.10. And then my office, one that I have lived by for the past, well, since 2000, when I started Stephanie Wolf Ministries, take heed to the ministry which you have received in the Lord that you may fulfill it. And that's Colossians 4.17. The other thing you're going to notice a lot of are family photos. They are everywhere. And when I say everywhere, I mean everywhere. So on the tabletops, on the calendars, on walls, in fancy frames, in photo albums, everywhere. The other thing that proves out some of what I believe and what's most valuable to me is health and fitness. So we've got some pretty expensive cookware, pots and pans, uh, top of the line gas stove. I mean, there's lots of things that point to the fact that Jack and I love cooking. Healthy cooking is a big part of our life. So our pantry is pretty much the size of a walk-in closet with, we have a grain mill and a bread maker and all kinds of electric devices and a drawer of spices that Bobby Flay might even be envious of. Our large refrigerator freezer, you know, to hold all the fresh produce and the other perishable foods. And then two tower gardens of abundant fresh greens growing inside and outside of our house. We have one inside with growing lights and one outside that is growing pretty much 10 months out of the year. I use them and I sell them. I love them. In fact, this morning I had myself an avocado toast and I went down and clipped some, um, some basil off of it and I had my tomato and avocado and a nice fried egg in coconut oil on top of Dave's Killer Bread. So wonderful breakfast. And then Jack and I love to cook. We love to fuel our body's health and we do believe in it so much. The other side of that is the fitness equipment. In every room, you're going to find something, whether it's a stretchy band or a barbell or all kinds of other um, little gizmos and gadgets. There's also two rooms that I have yoga mats in so that I can do my 10 by 10 when I'm working uh, at my desk and I'm getting overwhelmed. Sometimes I can just get down into some of the poses, stay one minute per pose in 10 minutes I've gotten a body workout and it's been good for me so they're in every room but we also have an actual 
fitness room, a fitness center, most people would call it, with windows on our, it's our, in our lower level, complete with a, a workout floor and um, a treadmill, elliptical, even a boxing area and dumbbells and a sound system and television, you name it. So we do believe in those things. Now, there are some other things that I probably wouldn't want you to see around our house. Um, we, for the last probably 30 years, we have been collecting wine corks. So we have wine corks everywhere. And uh, so that that's something that's super fun too. So let's, let's look at something funny. When it comes to family, I found a couple things I thought you guys might enjoy as far as our little um, fun way to get going today. So this is called Father's Blessing. My oldest daughter insisted that her true love speak with me man to man about his marriage intentions. She had met him overseas, and while I liked everything I heard about him, we'd never been introduced. I'm just old-fashioned enough to believe that parental blessing is still necessary for a truly happy union, so I eagerly anticipated our first face-to-face -face encounter. The big meeting was scheduled to take place in my office, at the appointed hour, my daughter walked in with a good-looking but anxious fellow in tow. Before I could say a thing, he dropped to one knee, took my hand in both of his, gazed earnestly up at me, and said, Will you be my father-in-law? <laughs> I couldn't bless them fast enough, Dad says. The other one is equally funny. It's called Supporting the Family. Jake had proposed to young Gina and was being interviewed by his prospective father-in-law. Do you think you are earning enough to support a family? The older man asked the suitor. Yes, sir, replied Jake. I am sure. Think carefully now, said Gina's father. There are 12 of us. Family is super important to me. We just came back from beach experience with some of our family members and our granddaughters. It was awesome time just to get away and listen to their stories and hear what they're all about and make some more memories. That's uh, Memory making is everything to us. And we think that that means a lot about uh, why we are the happy family, I suppose, that we are and why we are so close. We, we completed a puzzle together while we were there as well. But treasured memories are something that you have to be consistent with. You have to have some traditions that mean something to you. You have to collect some things that maybe remind you of the great experiences that you've had. And my family often teases me about my storage room full of photos, gifts, letters, and cards. True, it's an entire storage room, wall-to-wall, -wall, with storage shelves containing boxes and bins and albums and file cabinets, all neatly organized, and each contain memories from my life or our life. There are 64-plus years of things that I never want to forget. The whole room tells a story, maybe only to me, maybe its importance is only mine, but nothing in that room is of any monetary value, but it's all super valuable to me.
I'm proud of a lot of things in the, the photos that are there, but not everything. Most things in the boxes remind me of a time in my life that was pleasant, but not everything. Many of the cards were to celebrate happy occasions in my life, but not all of them. Well wishes and cards from nice people who treated me well, but not everyone. I keep them all. Memories of good times, bad times, happy times, and sad times. Failures and successes are in those boxes. They're, again, meaningful to me in some way. So I smile as the memories are evoked when we pull some of the love letters that Jack and I wrote to each other as teenage sweethearts. We were so cute. That love became a teenage pregnancy, followed by all the unexpected responsibility that came with it at the tender age of 15. I got pregnant as a teenager because of my promiscuity. I'm not proud of that, but I keep all of the photos and the time in my life anyway from that era. I learned many valuable lessons from that experience, devoted my life to building a deep and meaningful love for the 17-year-old father, and we added another amazing son to our family four years later, and we now have nearly 49 years together as husband and wife. Most of those years, great, but not all of them. I have photos and cards and memorabilia of my journeys through cancer, surgeries, and recoveries that followed. Happy times? No, but memorable and very much life-changing for me. Memories of surviving cancer? Twice. Reminds me of the true value that can be found in each day, each moment, each person, and each memory. Memories of my successes, photos, awards, ribbons, articles, books, and curriculums that I've written, and many of my speaking engagements on cassette tape, yes, and later on CDs. Most of them pretty good, but not all of them. Why do I keep them? They remind me of who I was, who I am, and who I want to become. I'm still becoming. There are boxes full of past achievements, like my high school diploma. Now there's a story. Returning to do two and a half years of work in one year to graduate with my class, the class of 76, after taking one and a half years off while learning how to be a mother. That was a rough year. Most of it good, but not all of it. I don't know about you, but I bet you need to be reminded of the strengths that have gotten you through the hard times. I know that some days I need to be reminded that I can make it. I've done it before. I can do it again. Most of it will turn out good, but not all of it. Henry Ford said, When everything seems to be going against you, remember that an airplane takes off against the wind, not with it. Well, Jim Croce was one of my favorite singer-songwriters of the 70s. His ballad, Photographs and Memories, is one that gets me every time. The lyrics here are sad because he sings about someone he loved and lost. Here's a part of that song. Photographs and memories, Christmas cards you sent to me, all that I have are these to remember you. Memories that come at night, take me to another time, back to a happier day. Memories can take us to a happier day. Memories of loved ones we've lost are some of the most important. Even if those keepsakes are not as important to you, just know that they may be very important to those 
who loved you. And they will need them one day. Loss is a part of life, a part that's hard, of course, no matter which side of it you're on. Leaving your family behind or being left behind. I've walked with a number of my clients through this pain. These things that they leave behind, those things that are left behind can become beautiful treasured mementos that lead to valuable memories. I lost my dad at 84 after suffering with him in his last years. We're pretty well ridden with dementia and illness. We lost him long before he died. I have photos with my dad, with my sons, and he loved them so much with all of his heart. After his passing, I was given a wooden box of his memories. It contained photos of him with my boys and letters that my sons had written to their grandpa. Memories. They meant a lot to him, and he meant a lot to them. And getting this box meant a lot to me. It makes me cry even now. He's gone, but not forgotten. I have the memories. Most of them good, but not all of them. We lost our mom at 92. She was a beautiful woman, inside and out. We've always told her that she should insure her legs like Marilyn Monroe did. She was strong mentally and had all of her memories right up to the end. I love talking to her about her upbringing because she was a twin. In fact, she was one of three sets of twins in her family of 11 kids. They had 13 births and lost two in infancy. So 11 siblings. Mom was tough and tender. She went through a lot in her life, but always leading with her core values, faith in Christ, family first, and some precious memories. Making her house a home was important to her. When she passed, I was given a suitcase of hers, and in that suitcase were a lot of memories, items that she held dear, her Bible. In the Bible, there were the poems that I wrote for her each year on Mother's Day. They were folded neatly and tucked between the pages, there was also a three-ring binder of my writings for newspapers and magazines, articles where I'd been featured, and so much of my life was in there. Her treasured memories of me were a precious reminder of how much she loved me. Now, there are, now they have become a part of my own treasured memories. Keepsakes and memories come in all types from all events. Keep them somehow, maybe in a storage room, maybe in a cedar chest, but keep them. Our minds cannot hold them all and sometimes loses them altogether due to aging brains or illnesses. Keep the meaningful mementos safe. Even, there, even those that remind you of where maybe you could have done better or maybe made a better choice. Um, George Santana said, those who cannot remember the past are bound to repeat it. Sometimes those things are just as valuable to us. We are the sum total of all of our life experiences and existence up to this point. All that we are and all that we have learned from, it's kind of like a map indicating you are here. But you won't go far in the direction that you want to go if you don't first take a hard look at where you are and where you've been and then where you want to go. 
being honest with yourself, learning from our failures or things that didn't go well. Learn to fail well. Failure is a part of our progress, a part we wish we could avoid, of course, uh, on the way to success. I can't go back in time, change events, erase what I'm not proud of, or the memories that evoke, um, that those things evoke by tossing out the boxes that remind me of my failures, hardships, or hurts. I can, however, learn from them and find value in them as I seek to move more wisely into my future, and so can you. I've learned from many of my failures, hurts, and hardships, but not all of them. Some I don't understand at all, but I will never forget them, and I'll keep trying to forge forward towards a better me. I take responsibility for my life. I encourage you to take responsibility for your life and your life choices. Grow, learn, fail, succeed. Grow, learn, fail, succeed. Keep the photos, the awards, the report cards, the well wishes. You may not need a storage room for them, all like I do, but store them away in your mind and heart, if nothing else. They are all valuable if you place value on them. Some hardships are outside of my control, and they still affect me in some way. I'll never understand how some believe that violence can defeat violence. I will never understand why country rises against country or how a human can take another life of another human or how the wickedness of a few can bring down a city or a virus can bring a country to a halt. I can and will, however, to the best of my ability, remember and honor the memories of those who fight this type of evil, stand for what is good and true, rescue the hurting and live selflessly in service of others. The road is long and some unexpected sharp turns or costly detours and even some unfair dead ends are a part of that journey. But I believe that the journey itself is what's most important. So don't miss the scenery along the way because you're focused on arriving at a destination. Stop now and then, take a picture. Pick up some souvenirs along the way. Put them in a box. Give them as gifts. Tell the stories that are connected to them. It's not about the actual individual piece or picture. It's about the story behind it. Enjoy the ride. You'll meet wonderful people along the way. And most of the experiences on the journey will be great. But not all of them. Remember them anyway. Learn from them if you can. Use them for good. Even a bad newspaper article about you can be useful in the bottom of a birdcage. So in closing, here are a couple of my pro tips for today. I want to send you home or send you off thinking about these small things that you might be able to add as you work your way through the holidays. Number one is add an apple to your daily nutrition choices, a fresh apple. The second is stay active daily throughout the holidays. Keep moving. 
doing squats throughout the day or using your yoga mat or your barbells or dumbbells or whatever you have. And even if it's a, I have a hula hoop, I have uh, jump ropes. We have a little bit of everything sitting here and there. So just stay active, even if it's just a walk around your neighborhood. The third thing is keep your appointments with your health coach and stay connected to your health and wellness goals. That's what I'm here for. And the last and most important thing is invest yourself in your core values and live out what you say you believe. Christmas is a time of faith and family. Give the gift of time to those you love. That's my plan for this holiday season is to give the gift of time and then make and protect your treasured memories. You've been listening to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf, brought to you by the Whole Food Health Coach LLC, where we make your goals our goals and you're never alone on your wellness journey. If you are new to this program, I invite you to listen back to all of our previous podcasts and enjoy them wherever you watch or listen to your podcasts. Please subscribe so that we can work well together one week at a time. For information about upcoming virtual events or our individual coaching programs, go to wholefoodhealthcoach.com. Our coaching is done virtually anywhere in the country. We've got a lot of things coming up. I Shape Me is this coming Saturday for adults. And I have a second one the same day for teens. We can do these anytime. So if you're listening to it after Saturday, no problem. Just contact us. I've also got some things in January, January 4th. I'm doing a two-hour virtual primetime health and body systems class. I am Stephanie Wolf, wishing you well personally and professionally. See you next week live or on your favorite podcast channel. Until then, choose life.